Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Green Wisdom Health Show. I'm Janet Lewis. And I'm Dr. Lewis. And here to inform you and educate and make you laugh a little bit with a new show today, uh, which sounds like we need to be laughing, called Lectins, Oxalates, and Nightshades. Oh my, because we've had questions about oxalates. Dr. Lewis has got answers about lectins and nightshades, and we're going to tell you how all of these things correlate together um you know from what i've been reading it sounds like we're not going to be left with eating much of anything by the time we get done so dr lewis is going to uh, educate us about how to steer through all of these uh informational articles that we hear and read about well, that's why people reach out to us uh, yeah, by the time you read about this, uh, you you get kind of frustrated and full of stress, and that's one of the things that causes more health problems than just eating the wrong food is the stress that goes with trying to do it perfectly. And people are very, very frustrated. I know there are some people that, that say, well, I got these uh, food sensitivity tests, and I've done them myself. I wasn't really impressed, although I am open to finding a company that I think goes – you know, it does a good job and goes beyond the BS. The BS always stands for belief systems. They just have not done much to make me have belief systems that it's a good thing to do. Uh, there, there, there are a lot of people with opinions, and you have to realize that America has become a nation of knowledge, and that is not a good thing. You have to get a little bit of knowledge, and then you have to go forward based on your faith and positive action. That will get you well, your faith and action quicker than having the knowledge and understanding when a patient says but i don't understand i think up oh, they're lost they'll they'll never get there unless they go beyond their understanding some scripture to that effect too but i'm going to tell you a little bit about this a little bit about that and that's why it's important that we do lab because we can see you know certain things and hint to this and this and this and we uh, you know i just like to say we do it very inexpensively sometimes i think we do it too inexpensively so if you think this is expensive, then I'll tell you this quick story. Uh, about a weekend ago, I was emailing this uh, young lady in, uh, well, somewhere close to Birmingham. And uh, she had first told me that she was going to see a functional medicine doctor, and then she wanted to do my stuff. And I said, no, that's kind of duplication of services. Just go see your local doctor. And if you have any questions and don't feel right about it, just let me know. So she did, and she emailed back and said, well, he did this lab, which actually was more thorough than mine. That is a rarity, but he also charged a lot more. And he wanted $8,100 for six months, and that was that would include $2,500 worth of supplements and labs. And I told the lady after looking at the lab, I said, I don't think this guy's doing anything wrong. He just charges a lot more than I do. There's nothing wrong with that if he can get it. But she said, I just didn't feel good in my heart about it. I said, well, that's what you should listen to. And again, he's probably doing everything correctly, as far as I can tell. It's just that you don't feel like it's a good fit, then don't do that. Uh, anyway... You just kind of have to go with your discerning spirit on this, and, and it works that way with eating also. So I'm going to start a little bit with uh, kidney stones and oxalates because that was a couple of questions we got from two different people. Well, when people, you know, oxalates, kind of a new term that we've not really heard in the past, I guess, as we're doing more of these diets, um, we're beginning to have new things that are coming up from them. 
because we're trying to do it perfect, like you said. Um, but basically, an oxalate is a chemical compound found in many green vegetables and other healthy foods. And your body produces them as, as waste products as well, correct? Yeah, and um, same thing with lectins, which I'm going to get into also. Uh, you know, the thing about it is you really can't do it perfectly. And sometimes we think we're doing, uh, we're going to a better diet. And then we find out, oh, my goodness, this so-called healthy diet is high in this or high in that. And that's not really good for me. You know, like cashews is, you know, a really bad one. I love cashews. Uh, tomatoes are really bad but you know you hear these conflicting stories folks i read 30 years ago you should never eat a tomato if it's cooked and now they're saying you should never eat a tomato if it's raw you hear conflicting things uh janet uh cooked some last night and you know put a big gob of garlic on it for me and some kind of panko breadcrumbs that were uh gluten-free and i don't know what she does but they were absolutely delicious so you cannot do it perfectly, and that's why it's very important to do lab because on many labs in the urinalysis, we'll, it'll say crystals, and it'll say calcium oxalate crystals. If you have calcium oxalate crystals, you're going to be much, much, much more likely to form kidney stones, and I don't know. You know I'm a man. I've never had a baby, uh, but when a woman comes in and says, Having kidney stones was 10 times or 100 times worse than having a baby. You can bet your butt that was a pretty painful thing. I've never had kidney stones. I have one friend that listened to me. He's never had another kidney stone. I have another friend that doesn't listen to me, and he has kidney stones about every 18 months or so. Spends 10 grand and misses a lot of work. Now, why he chooses to do that, I'll never know. But, uh, you know, we all make choices. But one of the things you can do is drink water, and it has to be filtered water i prefer reverse osmosis that was a question i got not too long ago what kind of water do i prefer um people say well just drink tap water no it's already loaded up with contaminants and that's like you pull up in a bus that's already got 42 people on it there's no room for anybody else but if the bus is empty it can pick up the people well same thing with water if it does not have the contaminants in it when you drink it it flushes out more toxins because it's not already loaded up just drinking more good clean filtered water will decrease your chances of having oxalate stones and that's the large majority of uh, kidney stones Uh, so if you have frequent urination problems urinating uh, pain or burning during urination and constant thirst you may be chronically dehydrated which is the large majority of us if you're not having a uh, to empty your bladder every hour and a half, two hours, you're not drinking enough water. And some of us have professions where we don't have time to do all that. And I talk to nurses that are that way. Uh, so the dietary factors, and I know there's people that could argue this point, but I personally think that in America we have too much protein. I think it needs to be grass-fed because if you feed your cows, your chickens, the grain that's high in the lectins and high in the oxalates and is genetically modified and full of glyphosate or Roundup, then your chickens, your eggs, your beef, your turkeys, and fish, farmed fish, are fed that kind of junk. 
they become a basket full of things you should avoid in the first place. And that's why it's very important that we get back to nature and get closer to the land and get to know your neighbor that's grass-feeding his cows and not throwing pesticides all over his garden. But I think we have too much protein, and part of it is maybe we have too much protein. Part of it is we don't digest it, and that's one of the problems with having oxalates, lectins, and nightshades to a degree is we just don't have the digestive uh, the digestive enzymes that are necessary to break these things down. One of the things as far as uh, an amino acid I'd like to talk about, because you have to have good liver function. That's one thing I really look closely at in the lab is liver function. One of my favorite ones is NAC or N-acetylcysteine. Cysteine is one of the amino acids, and it's a sulfur-containing amino acid. It's very important in the formation of skin, incredibly important in detoxification. Now, sulfur is a good thing because that is one of the necessary and appropriate uh, liver detoxification pathways. It's It's really the chief protein when it comes to hair, skin, and nails. Well, I want to ask you something about that. That's that's uh, interesting. You you bring up something about. Um, she never knows what I'm going to say. Honest, this is not scripted. Yeah, we couldn't do this if it was scripted. I don't think. But you <laughs> I mentioned stay on it. <laughs> you mentioned NAC. You know, forever we've had people come in our office and say, "Here's this product that makes glutathione for you." Yes, yes, yes. Uh, glutathione is your body's master antioxidant and detoxifier, and it's my understanding that. If you don't have that working prop- properly, that's got to do with uh, not being able to get rid of oxalates. Yep. So um, does NAC make glutathione, or is there a product that you can take that is glutathione uh, to make your liver work correctly to repair these things? The answer is yes and yes. NAC can go on to make glutathione. You can get uh, glutathione or reduce glutathione. Uh, Janet and I are going through a lot of really good changes, which you'll all know about in a month or two. I've hinted to it before. But we're looking at some new, better products that are generally less costly but higher quantity of good things and higher quality. And one of the things we're looking very seriously and experimenting with is a new liver detox. But it has the regular milk thistle like everybody else. But it's got some other things, uh, different herbs that I really like. It's high in glutathione and NAC or N-acetylcysteine. Plus, it has some really good uh, antioxidants and alpha-lipoic acid and carnitine. Carnitine is like, uh, don't get me started on that. Everybody should be supplementing with carnitine. If we sell enough of it, we'll we'll start getting that. But the amino acid uh, N-acetylcysteine is absolutely incredible. It can actually help prevent side effects from people that are taking chemotherapy and radiation yep listen to that again back it up and listen again it creates or increases glutathione levels in the lungs the kidneys thinking uh, kidney stones increases glutathione levels in the liver and bone marrow has an anti-aging effect janet takes more of it than i do that's why she looks younger and prettier uh, people that have diabetes, though, should be cautious about that because it uh, it kind of inactivates insulin. So if you're diabetic, be careful with that. So that's my story uh, on digestion. Too much protein. 
but just make sure you have really, really good digestive enzymes, and we do, because that's going to help it break down to the individual amino acids, and then the body can take it and just absolutely run with it. And and there are some symptoms that you can um, maybe correlate to having a lack of glutathione and too many oxalates in your system that you're not getting rid of properly, like kidney stones, like Dr. Lewis mentioned, burning urination, interstitial cystitis. Say that three times fast. Yeah, that's like you've always got a UTI, urinary tract infection. And we we hear that a lot, too. Something about the environment in East Texas, we have more UTIs or urinary tract symptoms than anybody all over the country. So uh, who knows what's in East Texas? Having uh, chronic candida, COPD, and asthma. Chronic fatigue, cystic fibrosis, hormonal imbalances, child development disorders, including autism. Um, so well, there's I, some great research on autism. If people would just bring me those autistic kids, get them on something that's really simple, their body begins to detoxify, and holy cow, it's a brand-new kid that's uh, functioning on a higher level. Yeah, burning bowel movements. Well, no, bull. That's the, that's the Spanish food we are. No, no, no. No, no, no. Yeah, you can't have things that help burn the bowel yeah, movements. Yeah, like the Mexican food we had at your daddy's house the other day. Uh, gastrointestinal <laughs> problems. Joint pain and inflammation similar to fibromyalgia or arthritis, thyroid problems, depression, and insomnia. And, and, and that's linked to lack of glutathione, which is lack of detox. Right. Those symptoms and many more are also linked to having too many lectins, and that's usually the grains and the beans and legumes, and there's others. Uh, that's why the Italians, if you'll notice, they peel and de-seed they're tomatoes, and tomatoes are a nightshade. So see these symptom complexes, they go together and they interact with each other. So it's hard, if not impossible, to pin it down. And that's why I tell people, get someone you trust. You know, Get on a good uh, amount of supplements, as much as you can take, as much as you can afford. And that's why I do it very inexpensively compared to what the sweet lady in uh, Birmingham got into. Because I want you to take these supplements. If you do it long term, that's very important. And the reason I say long term is did you know to get some of these uh, symptoms out of your system by eliminating certain foods may take six to eight weeks or more. Usually people after a week or two, they say, well, I don't see any change. And then they quit. It takes time, folks. And you've got nothing but time. So you might as well spend it doing something that's very, very good for you. Well, it seems like the common denominator in all these things that we talk about is is gut health. It, yep. It because I you you mentioned nightshades, tomatoes being a nightshade. Um, yes, it is, and those kind of things used to bother me a lot until I started repairing my gut and, like you said, doing di- digestive enzymes and doing um, SBI Protect and our one of our favorites, Glutashield. I think Dr. Lewis is going to talk about that. But I can eat those things now, and they don't bother me. And she looks really good. I mean, she, she is not overweight. She's peppy. She has that sparkle in her eyes. 
Her hair looks good. Her nails are strong. No burning bowel movements. <laughs> Life's good. <laughs> well, it depends on whether you're eating a ghost pepper or not, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, I like Glutashield because it, you know, it has the things necessary for your body to begin to calm and soothe and heal the GI tract, like the glutamine, the N-acetylglucosamine, the D- DGL, which is deglycerized licorice root, the aloe vera leaf extract. It's got the Trax zinc, and that means it's much, much more absorbable. Uh, I would tell you how much I take every day, but I'd probably be wrong. I don't know what she puts in my drink, but I've had uh, bowel issues all my life, and now I pretty much don't, and it's because Janet puts God only knows what in my drink. So The Glutashield helps regenerate and maintain GI electrolytes uh, while it supports the health of it, the intestinal mucosal barrier. Mm, that's sexy. Mm-hmm. Which has got a lot to do with uh, calming and cooling and soothing things, so they go through smoothly. So I, I want to go over a little bit uh, expanded list, and this this is more, well, a little bit geared more toward the lectins, but it can be nightshades or oxalates also. Uh, some of them are low testosterone or low white blood cell count. We see low white blood cell count very, very commonly, and it's really kind of sort of hard to uh, figure out what you're sensitive to. And I know some people that they have said, well, I, I got off these 10 things and I feel better. That's good. That's the first step. And you've got other steps like uh, repair re-inoculate with uh, good bacteria and that's an ongoing thing and uh, you know repair those leaky gut things and migraine uh, headaches memory loss nutritional deficiencies like low iron or anemia arthritis rheumatoid autoimmune diseases which can be the thyroid uh, rheumatoid uh, ms crohn's colitis lupus etc etc Brain fog. I want to talk about brain fog. Some of these nutrients or anti-nutrients that you get into uh, actually inhibit the digestion of copper, iron, zinc, and vitamin B1. And anybody that's been around me a long time knows that I'm a big promoter of B1, although we use the really good stuff called benfotamine. It, uh, if you have a deficiency, and keep in mind these uh, candida or yeast puts out an enzyme called thiaminase that inhibits your uptake of B1 to start with. So symptoms from a thiamine or B1 deficiency can be uh, constipation, edema, enlarged liver. See, we go back to liver health. Fatigue and forgetfulness. I hear brain fog all the time. But GI disturbances, uh, heart changes, irritability. Well, that's half the people. Uh, uh, Labored breathing. Yeah, I get that way sometimes, and Janet gives me an extra dose of this and that. Loss of appetite, muscle diatrophy, numbness, uh, bizarre pain, and numbness syndromes, like numbness of hands, feet. Uh, So benfotamine is much more effective than just straight thiamine, and I just love, 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 love putting people on that because within two or three weeks they say, oh, my God, my brain fog's gone. I have more energy, and my husband's a little bit prettier now for some reason. Great for diabetic symptoms also, correct? The benfotamine? Uh, Yes, it is. So uh, anyway, we want to make sure that we address the questions that we have, which we've had a ton of them. Thank you so much. We really appreciate that. And it's one of our favorite spots in the show to address all of these. Uh, And Dr. Lewis may get back to his nightshades in a minute. But um, 
let's make sure we get everybody answered here. Uh, and if you're wondering how they're asking questions, they're doing this on shooting straight with Dr. Lewis on Facebook. Because I don't know how to sugarcoat it. <laughs> if you would like to be a member of his group, just add yourself to it and he'll accept you as a member. So um, we have Fran that's been with us forever, and she says she has a question. With Hashimoto's, does it hurt to eat cruciferous veggies in small amounts? What's your take on this? And you might want to tell people what Hashimoto's is. For well, it's an autoimmune disease that's attacking the thyroid. And that's, that's a really good question because, again, you can read uh, conflicting information. I'm looking at about, I don't know, 12 or 15 different thyroid books. So anybody who writes a book is so an expert, right? Well, they say conflicting things. Some people say, no, 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 don't do cruciferous vegetables if you have Hashimoto's or any kind of hypothyroidism. I don't think that's true because I don't want to give up the benefits, the anti-cancer benefits that the cruciferous vegetables give you because they have something in it called indole-3-carbonyl, which we use. The next metabolic step is DIM, methane. I think they're good in small amounts. And there's so many things, Fran, that you can do to uh, slow down you know, what the ravaging effects of Hashimoto's. I've got a lot of people, all they got to do is actively follow instructions and they get really, really good results. Okay. Thank you, friend. And then we have Deborah that asks if you can test for fat soluble vitamin deficiencies. Her 84 year old mom had her gallbladder removed over 30 years ago and suffers with high blood pressure. And she heard you mention that this scenario could be a low vitamin D level. And she was wondering if in your lab testing, uh, she could find out if her mom has vitamin deficiencies. We, we routinely check vitamin D. And, and there are some doctors that I personally think are experts that have written some good books, not just an expert because they wrote a book, that they say they try to get routinely get people from 70 to 100 on the uh, vitamin D level, and it can take up to 40,000 units to do that. Well, Janet and I have, again, we're going through a lot of really good changes. We're going to get a real super simple 50,000 IU. So just uh, hang on to your hats. And, and he says he has no problem whatsoever getting people over that you know, myth, mythical hundred that they say is toxic. Well, I don't think I've ever seen any research that says you're toxic on vitamin D until you get around 140 or 150. This doctor says he routinely prescribes 40,000 IUs a day. I can take 20,000 a day, and my guts will not absorb enough to uh, get it past 47. I got it past 47 one time, so that goes back to lack of proper gut function. So, yes, we test that. Yes, it's incredibly important in so many different ways to get that vitamin D up. And just throw it in and ask God to bless it, and you'll get better. Well, when people are talking about testing, for you, for those that are new listening to our show, we do very low-cost lab work. We do it across the United States. We use Quest Diagnostics as our lab of choice. And basically, we run 12 different lab panels. Vitamin D is one of those panels in there. And we do it with a complimentary consultation from Dr. Lewis. 
uh, a functional medicine report and a copy of your lab and recommendations for supplements for your health so you can get started knowing what to take based on lab values, not on what your Aunt Mary told you down the street might work for you. Uh, We don't like guessing. That's why we test. And um, when we say we do 12 panels, most of the time you're getting anywhere from one to three at your doctor's office because they're Hands are tied by insurance companies. So what you get here trying to find things out is is very comprehensive compared to what you have had in the past. That's all done for under $300. Um, so it's a heck of a buy because we do not do insurance. So we leave them out of the loop and we get to do more and see more on things. And Dwayne, who's been with us for a very long time, commented that the testing is well worth the cost, and he found out plenty based on the lab values. That's why you're uncommonly good-looking, Dwayne, because God has matched your looks with your wisdom. So we hope, Deborah, that answers your question, and we do hope we're able to help your mom. And if you would like to get that started, go to our website, greenwisdomhealth.com. Start with the health survey. That's where we can determine which lab test is best for her and then uh, we also have uh, people that wish Dr. Liz happy Father's Day so thank you for those yep Uh, and then we have Tara she would like to know the difference between colostrum and SBI protect she thought she heard on one of our podcasts that we like SBI protect better so if you could please explain what colostrum does what SBI protect is and why you like it differently We'd appreciate it. Well, colostrum's what the uh, cows or any milk producer puts out the first few hours uh, after the baby's born. And it's full of immunoglobulins. And, yes, it's a good thing. But there's so many people that have uh, the lactose intolerance or the casein problems with the dairy. And I've gotten some really good results with colostrum. But... I like SBI Protect better, and it heals that leaky gut. Uh, it does all sorts of things. Uh, it's kind of miraculous, and that's a bovine-derived immunoglobulin. It's from serum, not from milk, so you don't have the milk allergies. And, Lord, there's a lot of people. that uh, I, I could make several podcasts just talking about the testimonials of what happened when they got on SBI Protect and massive amount of probiotics. So you would agree SBI Protect is your one of choice then? Well, that's one you put in my drink, I guess. It's the good one. That's true. (laughs) I don't control this, folks. Janet does. (laughs) And then uh, on last week's podcast, I know y'all all all listened to on probiotics. Uh, At least we know Donald did. He is taking a probiotic from us called Flora 5014. And if you're not familiar with what that is, that's a um, probiotic that's a 50 billion strain probiotic. It uh, We give it to people a lot of times whenever they have constipation issues because there's something in it called l That's another strain that helps them go to the bathroom better. The 50 billion is a huge dose. And he's wondering, uh, based on that conversation last week, is it okay to take other probiotics in addition to the one that we had put him on. Yeah, I think so. I think more is better and less when you take probiotics, then you get bloating. And then you probably have SIBO, which is SIBO, small intestine bacterial overgrowth. Yes, I think it's good. More is better. Uh, although, unfortunately, most of the uh, supplements and probiotics really aren't what they're cracked up to be. But I would not be afraid to add to that. Not at all. 
and we've had several of you ask about the ProBiomax Lean. It is a, a weight loss probiotic made by Zymogen. Um, you do have to be a patient to purchase it from us because they are very uh, particular about who those products go to. Well, that was polite. Yes, and um, <laughs> it was out of stock because we sold out because it's very popular because it does indeed help with weight loss. I don't know. that We got skinny girls that say it does. I guess it works. I've never, some, I, I never tried it. We got some bigger girls that are way skinnier now because they've been on it too. Yeah, I've seen that. So, um, but it is going to be back in stock. Should have it back in by the end of the week for those of you looking for that. Yeah, but most people are listening to this. They don't know what what the end of the oh, week is. End of the week is the we'll have it back in by June the twenty first ish, twenty first to twenty fourth. Yeah, and that's two thousand nineteen or nineteen seventy three. One of those <laughs> one of those years. But we have a few minutes left. Would you like to talk about anything else that you have in your notes regarding nightshades, lectins, and anything that has to do with uh, oxalates? Well, yeah, there, there's plenty of good research you can uh, read. And I didn't get too heavy into the nightshades. But, you know, it's basically uh, the peppers, uh, some squash, it's uh, tomatoes and potatoes, and the problem is, if you're sensitive to that, you don't know what sets you off because that might be MSG or modified food starch or uh, thickeners that they use potatoes with. Or if you drink vodka, they're usually made of potatoes, so that could be an issue. <laughs> well, uh, okay, I'm going to get crazy. Uh, I've got a couple of notes here of research about uh, nightshades if you want to get serious and read the research. Uh, I read some of it uh, there's one about poisonous and injurious plants potato included and it's in uh, colorado agriculture extension uh da, 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 da. And that was a long time ago even before i was born so they've known this for years then there's one uh, the nightshades in health and that's from horticultural publications then there's one a relationship of arthritis any kind of arthritis to the nightshades, and that's Internal Academy of Preventative Medicine, and it goes on and on and on. But there's, you know, you can always Google different research articles on nightshades and oxalates. But the the take is people get frustrated. They say, well, that takes away all my choices, and especially vegans. You know, they eat a lot more legumes and a lot more grains, uh, and they're the group that generally is the least healthy on lab and if you want to eat that way that's fine but you've got to really really be careful about that so digestive enzymes probiotics get your vitamin d up increase your mineral content because they steal your minerals and, and stop a lot of the absorption and you can get through this and live a healthier happier life and be able to be a blessing and uplift other people so basically, take digestive enzymes, your probiotics, do something for your gut, and moderation on these nightshades and oxalate-type foods. Yeah, well, cut back your vodka because it's made from potatoes. Oh, gosh, that hurts. And on that note, <laughs> I believe we'll call it a wrap. Uh, again, we appreciate you listening to us. And if please send us more questions. We love the questions. We love ideas for podcasts. Um, you guys just really make our week with all of the input you're, you're uh, supplying us out there. And keeping me sharp. Yes. And we hope you have a very blessed week and we'll be here next time on the Green Wisdom Health Show.
Once again, our show has come to an end, but your hope and your health is only beginning. If you or a loved one are in need of a different outcome and are waiting for a brighter future, take the first step and go to our website and fill out the health survey. Please don't keep us a secret. If you know someone that could benefit from this podcast, please share this show with your friends and family. You're only one step away from a life worth living.